Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you, the listener, to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. What is up? Welcome to episode 122. Thanks so much for listening. It means so much to me. If I've brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. Let me know what you want to hear more of, and please be sure to share the podcast. I'm truly grateful for your support. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Hashdash. Cannabis can be complex. Which product is right for me? Which fulfills my needs? It can be overwhelming to know where to start and how to navigate the sea of product offerings. Hashdash leverages a unique algorithm that matches you to the right cannabis products based on your profile. If you're a cannabis consumer and want to explore their value add and an opportunity to sign up for their free beta release, visit Hashdash.com. Follow them on Facebook and Twitter at Hashdash and on Instagram at Hashdash.com. I try to add as much value through each episode as possible, and some of you come with some amazing questions looking for advice on life tactics, direction, and approach. Some of you want a more personal experience beyond the podcast and social media interactions. Since last year, I started offering one-on-one coaching sessions. We create a platform that allows you to set goals, work on your communication skills, well-being, leadership, team management, emotional intelligence, productivity, or healthy habits. For those of you that are interested in a one-on-one coaching session, click the link in the show notes or click the link in my Instagram bio and email me at scott.themotivatedmind at gmail.com. That way we can get you on the schedule. Before I jump into today's episode, I wanted to call attention to the link in my Instagram bio. I've made it easier to locate the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and Breaker. I've also linked my TikTok account as I'll be playing around with that platform more this year and YouTube and, of course, the Facebook page. You'll notice something right below that, an exciting new Facebook group 
called Motivated Minds. The intention of this new group is to connect and interact with like-minded individuals, share your journey, connect with an accountability buddy, and create a motivated community. Be sure to check it out and join the group either by clicking that link in my Instagram bio, visiting the Motivated Mind Facebook page, and clicking Groups, or just simply clicking the link in the episode notes. Another fun announcement, Spotify was kind enough to release a beta feature for the podcast called Q&A. I can now easily ask a question within any episode, reaching you guys directly on Spotify, and you can respond to that question quickly and directly within the Spotify app. I can see your replies and pin responses, which you can see within the episode. Be sure to be on the lookout for questions on episodes moving forward, just like today's episode. A couple weeks back, I dropped an episode around clarifying your priorities. If you haven't listened to it, feel free to check it out. It seemed that it was well-received, and a bunch of people reached out concerning something along the same lines. Willpower and self-control. The ability to control behaviors in order to avoid temptations and to achieve goals. The ability to delay gratification and resist unwanted behaviors or urges. Just like anything else, we have the ability to increase our self-control. We have the ability to institute practices that will allow us to increase our self-control. So how do you do exactly that? How do you create and deploy those practices? Well, number one, remove temptations. We are creatures of habit, meaning if we've developed a bad habit, let's say for example, it's a poor diet and you're constantly eating shitty foods and you've recognized that it's easy for you to shove your fist into a bag of chips. Don't have chips laying around the house, in your cabinets, in your pantry. And this point might seem to some of you as an obvious point, but I wanted to set the stage here because this same exercise can be implemented in a bunch of different formats in our lives. For instance, the habit of simply grabbing your phone, whether that be while you're with your loved ones, your friends, at work, working on a big project that has a deadline literally around the corner, you'll find that setting a no phone time can have some nice returns. And I don't mean you simply flip it upside down, but yet it's still within arm's reach. I mean putting it somewhere or in something that is truly a pain in the ass to get it out of that area or device that you put it in. Maybe that's putting it in a a plastic bag and then sticking it in a Tupperware container and throwing it in a high cabinet that's hard to reach. Just as friction causes, in some cases, us to avoid goals or delay action behind them, we can use that same concept to work in our favor. Create barriers around your bad habits so you're less likely to fall victim to that habit. It's a similar concept with your friends, right? Your your circle. We all know when there is someone toxic in our group or even in our life. 
being halfway in with them, meaning you're, you're being fairly distant, but still committing the time, only drives them for a curveball by throwing those mixed signals and further attaches you to the weights that are holding you back in the first place, completely severing your ties to that thing that's holding you back is how you gain that forward momentum. This goes for any toxic relationship down to the smallest bad habit that we've developed. Breaking bad habits and working on your self-control is challenging as it is. Being able to remove obstacles, those triggers, can greatly increase your chances of success and long-term success. Number two, manage your stress. A huge reason why we gravitate to impulse things, distracting ourselves with our phones, jumping off tasks, watching a movie, all when we know we have important things to do, like working towards our cause, our goals, our passion. It's because we are acting instinctively. And we're acting instinctively because we're tired. Tired from stress. Exhausted. Worn out. And that exhaustion leads us to those places where we act off of short-term needs rather than long-term needs. Long-term goals. Or a long-term vision. In that moment, we are so tied up with that exhaustion that it's difficult to peak beyond the mountain of stress. We're doing everything we think possible to manage just the now. Manage the emotions in that very moment. If you IDS this, it would first be to identify the thing that is causing your stress. Is it your job? Is it your relationship? Is it your lack of clarity with what needs to get done each day? And when I say identify it, I don't mean you you write it down. You don't write down my job. And if it is your job, what about your job? Is it the pressure from leadership? Is it unrealistic deadlines? Is it your commute into the office? Is it the hours you're working? Whatever that thing is, it's an opportunity to explore it and understand it better. Understand how it's affecting you. Because being exhausted, being stressed, it causes way more than just immediate damage. There are much bigger implications long term. The longevity of your life your clarity, potentially depression, anxiety, how you show up and treat others, how you show up for yourself. When you understand what it is that is causing the stress, you can manage it. And notice how I said manage it. Through growth comes more responsibility. And with that responsibility comes more pressure. They are ingredients to our long-term success. So avoiding them can be detrimental. Avoiding them merely places them off to the side. It doesn't do shit. When you clean your house, you don't sweep things under your couch. It's all about managing them. Managing the pressure, 
the responsibilities, the stress. If you can clearly identify those triggers and how they make you feel, you can build a process that allows you to manage them. Number three, reward yourself. I'm sure some of you have heard of the well-known marshmallow experiment. And for those of you that have not, the experiment was built around children's willpower. And it went something like this. They left a child in a room with a single marshmallow. They didn't tell the child how long they'd be in the room, just that if they could resist eating the single marshmallow, they'd be rewarded with a second marshmallow at the end of the experiment. If they ate the marshmallow before the undisclosed time was up, they only got that single marshmallow. I bring this experiment up because it can have a lot of value in our own lives. If you can reward yourself for self-control, you will be more likely to focus on it. This reward system could be anything. Let's say you have two extremely important tasks that need to get completed in the morning. The reward for finishing those tasks could be something as simple as lunch. So until those things are done, you don't eat lunch. Maybe it's going for a walk. Maybe it's a night out for dinner. Maybe it's lighting some candles and taking a relaxing bath while listening to your favorite artists. Whatever the reward is, it should be equal to the effort behind the particular task or goal. This will incentivize higher impact tasks or goals. It's not about the quantity. And you've heard me say that before. It's about the quality. Your reward system should further highlight that. That way, full circle, you are focusing on setting tasks and goals that are high impact to your life, to your happiness. This is simply a form of positive reinforcement. When you work towards your goals and you accomplish the determined metrics that drive you in the right direction, and mind you, you set those metrics. The world doesn't set them. Your parents doesn't set them. Your friends don't. You set them. You get to give yourself a pat on the back. When you just keep driving and driving and driving, you'll eventually get burnt out, worn out. By providing yourself with some self-care, you continue to remind yourself of your efforts. In the return, you recognize yourself for your achievements. That way, on those really tough days, you can remind yourself how far you've come. And you don't feel bad when you need a self-care day. We really need to make self-care and mental health a bigger conversation on this planet. If you're working your ass off, give yourself some love. Recognize your hard work. Like with anything else, it's about balance. Number four, get more sleep. This seems like an obvious one. Sleep is one of the most underrated things. Getting more sleep will literally change your life. Science has proven time and time again, those that get a better night's sleep 
have less prefrontal cortex impairment, meaning you operate more efficiently. You make better decisions. You're thinking clearly. I was horrible with this. And I thought that if I stayed up later, I could crank out more things. I could get more done and ultimately be ahead of where I needed to be to hit my goals. And boy, was I wrong. Very wrong. I wake up at 5.30 every morning on the dot. And I used to go to bed around 11.30, 12. I was getting around five and a half, six hours of sleep. And I noticed a trend. Many days, I didn't feel sharp, like I wasn't on my A game. I was lacking creativity. I wasn't as creative with solving challenges. It was difficult to gain elevation and see things from 30,000 feet. The only thing remotely close to elevation that I was getting was the fact that I felt cloudy. The irony in all of this is that I was burning more energy for smaller results, less impactful results. I was working harder mentally to achieve my goals because I was fighting through that cloudiness. I was struggling to lay out the pieces of the chessboard. I now have a strict policy of when I go to bed at the very latest 10 p.m. every night. Most of the time, even before, which gives me about seven and a half hours of sleep. And after I implemented this policy with myself, I saw a drastic change in results and in clarity. It meant I could stay on task, which meant greater results. We need to start thinking about efficiency. If one person can burn less energy doing why, they will be more successful long term. Think about a production line or any business for that matter. The company that has instituted a more efficient process over its competitors will win long term. And yes, even if they, that competitor has a better product, because eventually the inefficiency of the institution will come back to bite it in the ass. Either high cost, they're going to dilute margins. It's using less resources to obtain greater results. As humans, we are no different. If you are struggling to produce results, it's not because you can't. It's not because you suck. It's because your process is broken. And that's a good thing because it's fixable. You can improve it. Process is the fucking key to success. The more efficient you are, the greater results with less of a burn. Each week, I do a shout-out of either a DM I've received, a mention, a review, a question. The purpose in the segment is to show each of you how so many others are going through the same struggles, pushing for the same things, looking for something more out of life, but more importantly, they're doing it. They're striving for more out of life. This week's shout out is by Brandon via Instagram. Hey, Scott, I've stumbled across your podcast once again. And wow, I can honestly say you set my foundation for change since the first time I listened and messaged you last February. My men mindset and perspective have changed dramatically. And from that, I've been able to reach 
one of my lifelong goals to get admission into university doing chiropractic science. One thing I can always take away from your podcast is to focus on the macro, not the micro. Hell yeah. Go, 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 my friend. I appreciate you reaching out for an opportunity to be next week's shout out. Send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram or leave an honest review on the podcast. You might be the next shout out. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into increasing your willpower and self-control. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all of the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at the motivated underscore mind and on Facebook at The Motivated Mind Podcast. Don't forget to join me next week for another episode. I love you all. Thanks so much for listening. Motivated Mind is a mindset production.